Men on Melrose listeners, we are back. We got Max Cooper, Jack Forster. Uh, pretty big week. I mean, kind of an emergency pod here. Charlie Jones hitting the transfer portal. Your old roommate, old soldier, good yes. buddy. Um, we got graduation over in Iowa City. That happened. Um, what else we got? Oh, schedule release. Um, the time slots came out. Games. That's right. And shirts delivered. So whoever bought a shirt, you know, feel free to tweet at us. We'll, we'll toss you a retweet. But I uh, appreciate yeah. all the support. Uh, we hit our goal to get all those out. So, uh, I mean, we'll touch on that a little bit more. But, Coop, I mean, you're a, you were in the wide receiver room, what, five months? Yeah, six months ago, on, almost on the day. Like, there's a lot of overreaction. I love it. I love the overreaction by the media because being on this side of it, you know, you, you kind of see how terribly wrong people are. Yeah, you know it's it's a <clears throat> it's a tough situation uh, for Charlie and the Iowa team. You know, uh, he was my roommate for two years. I've known him for about four. Um, great friends with him. He's my boy. Um, you know, Charlie's honestly the most dedicated kid I know to football. Every day, uh, he'd have some he'd do for football. Whether it be well, he'd stretch every day. Um, he'd do some sort of workout with football, so he'd be catching balls, um, doing some with patterns, uh, studying in film. Uh, he is, he's just the most dedicated guy I've ever played with. And, uh, from an Iowa, Iowa standpoint, being like on the team, it's disappointing. It sucks, uh, seeing someone go, especially someone who has such a big impact on the team. Um, but you know, from Charlie's standpoint, he's, he's just, I'm sure he's trying to get more touches. Um, he's trying to get more targets. Um, you know, I was looking at his stats, um, before this, and uh, last year, he only had uh, 21 receptions for, I believe it was, I don't know, loads. 21 receptions for 323 yards and three touchdowns, which, you know, that's a great, it's a good stat line. Um, he's averaging 15 yards a catch. Um, he was definitely our long ball tar- target. And, uh, you know, he, I'm sure he just wants to see see more more touches and get more catches and more opportunities to make big plays. Um, you know, I wish him, I wish him the best of luck because he's one of my really good friends and he's a great guy, um, and a hard ass worker. Um, so wherever he goes, that team's getting a great player. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. You see either I was on Twitter last night, you know, just getting fired up late night, but, uh, uh, there's been a lot of things NIL era. People think he's going to chase a bag. Um, they think like maybe it could be the QB situation and he sees the offense stinks. Like, or, you know, people are starting to think the wide receiver room's crumbling because uh, there were plenty more um, transfers within the last two years. But, I mean, really, like, I mean, we've both known Charlie for a while. Um, he, he, he's from my area back in Illinois as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, the guy's just dedicated to the grind. You know, it's it, it, it's not an NIL thing. Um, it's It's not like a Spencer or Pidia or Labus or anything like that. Like that guy, I mean, you think about it in his, his case is, I mean, our system and it's something that I has been successful with, you know, Kirk is just the man with uh, being able to pump out, you know, offensive linemen, defense um, running backs, but you know, we go ground and pound 
like I was looking at stats, you know, we pulled that up. We averaged 28.9 pass attempts per game. And, you know, how much love can be spread around when we're tight end you. Uh, we have great young talent too. Keegan, Arland, Nico, um, you know, those guys are also going to get a lot of targets. And when there's only 29 passes a game, you know, Charlie wants something on film so he could be a receiver in the NFL, not just a special teams guy. So, you know, you look at all that and um, obviously, you know, we're, we're going to let Charlie uh, kind of release his decision on where he's going to go. There's been some conspiracies thrown around, but you know, it's a, it, it's a business move. You know, this is a, this is a business. Now the guy is going to have a great career in the NFL and, you know, no hard wishes to him. Definitely. Exactly. Yeah, what a stud. Um, yeah, I'll we'll have to ship him a case of Gatorade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice, nice 24 packs of uh, water. Yeah, the only NIL that Purdue should offer him is is either a Gatorade sponsorship or, you know, like. EG water sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it's funny, though, because uh, you get to see the overreactions and, like, uh, we lost that DB commit yesterday. And then Charlie transfers and everyone thinks, oh, the locker room's going to shit. Yeah. Well, that's not the case. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to speak on um, wide receiver room, you know, thoughts on or like what kind of people think in the locker room there, um, like coaching, all that? Because that's been talked about on Twitter. You experienced it firsthand. Yeah. And like going off what you're saying, like it's just there's a lot of over-exaggerations on Twitter. Um like I've been in the locker room, I've been in the receiver room. It's not because of that. Like it's not because of the culture at Iowa. I, I think Iowa's got the best culture in the country, um, best coaches in the country. They're all great guys. Um, I just I, I think it's because he just wants more targets and uh, being in an offense like Jack said that's averaging like 28 passes a game. It's pretty hard to spread the ball around um, as much as uh, a receiver would want, especially Charlie uh, with his caliber. And um, yeah, he's, he's definitely just making a business decision to try and find a spot where he can get more catches and uh, make more plays. So we wish him the best yeah. of luck. Yeah, absolutely. Wish him the best of luck. And it's crazy because it's not like it's a knock on Iowa, Spencer, like anyone in the building there. You know, it's simply like, I mean, a lot of people have been saying Purdue in the media. Um we'll let Charlie kind of say where he's going, but like, if it was, if it was to be Purdue, they average 44 or 45 pass attempts per game. Like that is almost like double. So, um, I mean, you look at that, it's like that, that's a attractive place to be. And, you know, Charlie transferred um, in case anybody doesn't know the full history on Charlie, he transferred from Buffalo to Iowa was a walk on at Iowa and just grinded his balls off. And <laughs> I mean, the guy works out twice a day. Yeah. He's kind of like in the weight room twice a day and he's catching balls the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never met someone who has, who has more dedication to the sport of football. And uh, I think Charlie deserves, deserves all the good things that are going to come for him um, because he's a hardworking dude and he's trying to uh, just bat on himself and, trying to find a place where he can get more targets. Um, it, it sucks losing him uh, as an Iowa fan and a former player. Um, and you hate to see him go, but, you know, all you can do is wish him the best of luck because he's once a hawk, always a hawk. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, 
again, let's just say it goes to Purdue. Like, you know, have fun being second in the Big Ten West. Yeah, they've never been to Indy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, terrible stadium. This is this is my recruitment against Purdue. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean, what you get to walk across train tracks, dude. You do that in high school, you know, you go across the pavement from your locker room. Yeah. Terrible stadium. Terrible. It's like a glorified tell them your theory. What which one? The one about the recruiting or the Oh. It's a great theory. I think it's I think it's I a, mean could this be a spin zone? So, all right. So, the rest of Hawkeye Nation. We also lost Tyron Tracy to Purdue. So, if Charlie were to go there, that'd be two Iowa receivers this year going to Purdue. Could this be Kirk's greatest inside job? <laughs> I love brilliant, love brilliant. Thing. I mean, like they are. There are kryptonite them, Wisconsin and Northwestern on their good years our kryptonite every single year. Could this be Kirk's way of saying, all right, we can't, we can't beat them. So we have to join them to beat them. Like, I mean, <laughs> they're going to take down Wisconsin every year. If he goes there and then we're going to skyrocket to number one, baby. Every G- year. Yep. Gary Barta, Gary Barta and Kirk might've just checkmated Purdue by saying, all right, you know what we're going to do, boys? We're going to send you there. Iowa City is still pumping the NIL money to Tyrone and Charlie, and they're throwing one game a year. <laughs> and then they go kick the shit out of Wisconsin. Let's go. That's what I'm That's talking about. elite theory. I love it. <laughs> he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Who knows? It could be. That's, yep. That's, and, that's the new conspiracy behind Iowa football. Yeah, let's get that going. Is this a conspiracy? Yes. <laughs> but we talked about it. Kirk's in his prime right now, recruiting wise. Like, I mean, we're still one of the lowest transfer rates. Kirk's in his prime. This could be his greatest work. And he will, let's just get the facts straight. He will never be out of his prime. No. So no. he is in his prime. And he's a genius if that's the case. Yes. And like for all Iowa fans freaking out, we we love freaking out because that's what we do. But I mean, we've been Iowa fans forever, most of us, and it's like, when is there a year? There's maybe one year in Kirk's career where it's not just next man up. Like your freshman year, that defense, Josie Duell, Josh Jackson, uh, I don't know whoever else was on that. Oh, Amani. Uh, he went NFL. Anthony Nelson, I think, went that year. For Hesse, um, uh, Josie, Josh. Who else was there? Who was the DNs? Was Gervais? Oh, uh, Matt Nelson went to the Matt Lions, Nelson. the offensive lineman. Gosh, uh, Monty, yeah. Hooker. Monty Hooker. Yeah, Monty Hooker was. He was a beast. Awesome. Just that was such a sweet cool. interception. Yeah, it was sick. That was sick. That was so the sick. The Ohio State game. Okay, wait. Uh, so I heard, I've heard that Kirk like called that play verbatim and said, they're going to run this for their first play. Like whatever you do, just go pick that. Is that true? It could be. I mean, we study the hell out of every team. Like, yeah, there's a lot of plays that teams will run, especially like our defense is the best in the country. I think 
and Coach Parker says what he does. And he does a great job of game planning. Uh, so does the offense. Like, Brian, the same thing. Like everyone does a very good job of game planning. Um, but, like, we, the scout team practiced the, a lot of plays that Ohio State ran. Every team we play, our scout team practices the exact plays they'll run because we do such a good job of watching film and uh, figuring out their tendencies and what plays that they're probably going to run against our, our defense we run. And I don't know for a fact if he said that or if that's what happened, but I wouldn't be shocked because um, there's been times where Coach Ferentz, like in the meeting the night before the game, be like, they're going to run this play. And when this happens, make sure if you're on defense, you pick it, or if we're on offense, you take advantage of that opportunity. So I'm sure that opportunity was there in film and Josh took advantage of it. I mean, there was so many, there was so many that plays in that game that were just like perfectly read and perfectly studied that we, that's why we came out on top. We were just, uh, yeah, I came sweet. I saw um, Josh Jackson has 10% of JT Barrett's career interceptions just from that game. That's sick. <laughs> three, three picks that game. He had the hat trick and then JT Barrett only had 30 in his career. And then the next game was constant. He goes for another pick six. Yeah. Um, so that was sweet. That was but sweet. yeah, I mean, freak out mode is here. Summer, like, there's nothing else to talk about. So why not freak out about why, like, a receiver is transferring? Yeah. Hey, but hey, either way, I will find a way to figure it out. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, I mean, just it has been fun. I, I love the journalists. It's very fun following all of them on like Twitter and all yeah. that. Um, it will so, be interesting. I mean, now, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You, all you. No, I was going to say, it'll be interesting now because um, we, we got a lot of uh, good receivers in the receiver room. But um, punt returning and kick returning, there's a lot of, a lot of opportunity there. Uh, there's a lot of guys that have chances. Like, uh, you know, I have, I have no idea, honestly, who, who could, like, replace Charlie because Charlie is the best returner I've ever seen. Um, you. Esther. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the best fair catcher, not returner. It's different. It's a difference. That's right. <laughs> um, we did we did tweet out on Melrose Twitter uh, a picture of Coop under the bat signal, <laughs> the Batman signal. It was a sweet tweet. I'm not gonna lie. Great editing, great <laughs> meme, meme ability from Forrester. Um, but <laughs> returning, there's a lot of opportunity. A lot, a lot of guys, um, you know. I know Nico's there in the past. You never know. Nico might be there. Um, AB, Arlen, Arlen Bruce got a lot of a lot of skills at Palm Return. I see him see him do it in practice. He's pretty good. Um, there's a lot of guys, a lot of guys that could definitely have a chance of taking that spot. Um, and then kick returner. I mean, Chuck had a, a punt return touchdown in 2020. And it was like, I don't know how many yards it was, but then he had a 100-yard kick return touchdown this past year. So, yeah, basically won the Illinois game. Yeah, hell of a play. But at the same time, great blocking too. But not to take yeah. anything. Yeah, Chuck's unbelievable, but great blocking. So it gives a lot of opportunity for whoever's back oh, there. Hen threw a block there. Yeah, Hen threw a great block. Yeah. But I mean, Chuck was Chuck was unbelievable. Um, but kick return wise, um, again, maybe Neek. I've seen Neek Neek do some kick returns before. Um Maybe Gavin Williams. I've seen Gavin take some reps. Uh, Cooper DeGene was the, uh, the off returner last year, and he's really promising. Uh, he's grown a lot. Grown a lot. Um, you know, you know, you don't know. There's so many. There's so much opportunity, and uh, 
like Jack said before, it's always next man up with uh, Coach Ferentz. So whoever's going to get that job is going to be the most ready for it. So, yeah, I mean, it'll be Charlie was electric. He was a lot of fun, but uh, next man up. Uh, the times oh, came out for the games. yes, the times came out for the games, which are actually I look. Do you like look at them like intensely or no? Like, it's kind of okay. The one thing that didn't make sense to me. Why is I'll read them off for the ones. What's okay, up? Yeah. Just read them off, and then just read them off right now, real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna. So week one, South Dakota State, 11 a.m. Iowa State, 3 p.m. Nevada, 6.30, uh, Rutgers, TBD, Michigan, TBD, Illinois, TBD, Ohio State, TBD, Northwestern, 2 slash 2.30, Purdue, TBD, Wisconsin, TBD, Minnesota, TBD, Nebraska, 3, which is nothing really out of the ordinary. The thing that threw me off was Big Ten Network for the Iowa State game. Yeah, that's probably, that's probably a mistake. Or if it's not... It's maybe there's no other good game going on then, which it's but it's weird though because they'd be wouldn't would it be two Big Ten teams? I don't know why they have. Well, I you it's it's weird. Anytime it's in Kinnick, it's like it they just put it on Big Ten Network or something. But anytime yeah. it's in Ames, they have ABC and College Game Day there. So I don't know what I don't I, know. Maybe. They probably pay extra to get more propaganda behind the game to try and win. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't get I don't get why Nevada is a night game and Iowa State's not. Like, I know 3 o'clock bleeds into the sun going down. But, like, and I, like I get every game matters. And I'm sure Nevada's a good team. I'm sure it'll be a good game. Um, hopefully we do a good job in that game. But – I would think Iowa State would be the six thirty, Nevada would be the three o'clock slot. Um, yeah, but who knows? I mean, it's it's pretty sweet to see the rest of the, for the most part, the rest of the games are TBA. Um, Northwestern being at two thirty, get it. Uh, you just got to take care of business, get out of there. Um, or that's at home. Yeah, uh, Nebraska at home, three p.m. That's a good kickoff time because the sun will be going down by the end of that game. But I mean, Michigan. Depending on how we do the first four games of the season, hopefully we're four zero. I would assume Michigan's probably going to be a night game if they can, if they can get it rolling, get it, get it, uh, get the, get the team pumped up, jazzed up, get everyone around Kinnick and in Kinnick pumped up. Uh, Ohio State will probably be a big game if if both teams are looking good at that point, which I think we have a good chance of being looking looking solid. Um, and then Wisconsin's late in the year this year. Um, but it's a home game, and a late home game is always fun, especially when it's got the chance to maybe snow, be a little colder out. So that's a gritty, gritty time for a Wisconsin-Iowa game. Yeah, so and I think um, – I mean, the Purdue game just got way bigger. <laughs> what is that? I didn't look at that. November 5th. So it's – On the road. That's an interesting, that's an interesting, that's a tough stretch at Ohio State. Northwestern always gives us trouble um, just because they have a. Yeah. Northwestern's going like every other year lately. Yeah. And then so it goes. They won the last couple years ago. That four game stretch where it goes Ohio State, Northwestern, Purdue, 
Wisconsin, and then away at Ohio State and Purdue in those two. That four-game stretch would be a that'll be a grinder. Yeah. Again, not then, to I mean, away from any other teams. Like every, every game's a grind in the Big Ten, even when you're playing out of conference teams. Um, yeah, but that's really no stretch. off time here. Yeah, it's going to be a tough, a tough, a tough stretch for those guys. But it's, it's cool we get uh, Rutgers as a uh, crossover, and then Michigan and Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, just crazy. It's a that's, crazy. And Rutgers. I, Rutgers I, Solid too. So, yeah, I think um, Ohio State and their Ohio State week in Michigan. Those will. I'd be shocked if those are eleven a.m. games. Yeah, hundred percent. They're gonna be big those games will, or what? Yeah, I'd, I'd assume those are two. Like the Michigan game will be. It'll be interesting. The Ohio State game. The last time we played them, we kicked their ass. So, it could be a big game for them. A very big game for them. Yeah, and, that was during the urban days. Yeah, a 2-0, a 2-0 in the past six-year stretch of beating Ohio State, that'd be pretty wicked. That'd yeah, be pretty oh, sick. man. Yeah, we just have a chokehold on that fan base. <laughs> oh. and you know what's great is even no matter what, I'll still love Ohio State fans more than Michigan fans. Oh, and 100%. I, and Wisconsin fans. Michigan and Wisconsin fans. I like Nebraska fans. Nebraska's just a crazy fan base, so. But uh, yeah, I'll give it to Wisconsin. At least has fun. Michigan has no fun. Yeah, and all my friends from high school go to Wisconsin. They're all yeah, it's always good dudes. Now, even I don't even think Michigan knows how to have fun. No, no. All they do is sit around and with a little glass of wine because they're a hundred years old. Yeah, yeah. They get the they're sitting there reading the newspaper. Tailgate, it's they're reading the newspaper. Wine and cheese. Yeah, seriously. And then Iowa oh, fans come stumbling in. Yeah. Much light. Oh, it's going to be. We're in their, uh, what are those things called? Their overalls with the black and yellow stripes. So sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You got See, I'm excited for you to see, like, the outside world now, outside of the games, because yeah. people will just deck out, like, their vans or RVs or anything, and they do the cool stuff with them. Like, there's diehard fans. That's what it's all about. It's, it's so and everyone like invites you to come like tailgate and drink with them. That's why. That's why Midwest nice, baby. The that's true right. thing, the real thing. Um, yep. All right. So that's out of the way. It's gonna be an interesting schedule for those guys. It'll be a fun, fun, fun season this year. Uh, t-shirt sales. Is that the? It's yeah. T-shirt sales is next. Hey, we hit the minimum. sales. We hit the minimum. That's all you can ask for. That's all right. And what? So That's what's right. the? What's, so, just background for you guys. Me and Forcer to to hit. The goal was like twenty two shirts, twenty four shirts, right? Yeah, twenty four shirts. Um, and then they'd send them out. We drilled it. We went over it. <laughs> um, it. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I guess. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll take a moment, just kind of thank the listeners. It, yeah. it, it's done numbers that we really didn't expect, uh, especially this early. So, um, I mean, we we're just going to do the T-shirts for marketing purposes for, um, you know, just try and get a couple out to Iowa City or whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there were actually people who bought um, and not even knew we had to tell or 
uh, yeah, I mean, shout out to everyone out there and downloads are soaring. So definitely. And we're trying, hey, we're trying to think of some new t-shirt ideas. So if any of you fans have any ideas, I had a little idea. Uh, we we're going to try and like, we we're trying to think of like funny names for like people who follow the podcast. And we came up with a, an acronym for men on Melrose super fans, which just means moms just spells out moms. So maybe make sure to say I heart moms on it. Something like that. It'd be kind of sweet. As long as we're not like trademarking anything or like, or what's it called? Like <laughs> yes. lines with trademarks. I don't know. Yeah, but I think it's some ideas. Yeah. Some stuff that you guys would sport to rep the, uh, your boys. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, also people have ideas for um, guests that they want to hear. I feel like, yeah. uh, I think we've, we've done a pretty good job being inside the locker room. I don't know if there's any uh, guests that people want to hear, you know, from the older teams or whatnot um, that we should yeah. try and have on. I mean, our goal is we're, we're, we're inside the locker room, but we're down to have whoever and, like, whoever went out whenever. Like, we're, we're, we're Iowa football. Like, we love Iowa football, but we love Iowa in general. So we, we're trying to broaden our or broaden our horizons, try and get anyone from Iowa. My end game is Ashton Kutcher. If we can get Ashton Kutcher to be elite. I, know Forrester's <laughs> a, I think Forrester's is uh, Kirk Ferentz, the man, KF. Uh, Coach yes. K, putting KF, uh, trying to get some chuckles out of that man. Um, oh, It'd be great. That's, I mean, I, that's a I'm lifetime actually, goal. Yeah, no, it's definitely. There's there's a lot of people we can, we can try and get. Um, I, I so, think it'd be funny to see Brian too. You know, I, I feel like yeah. in press conferences, we haven't seen him laugh much. It'd be fun to get him out of his element. Yeah. I mean, we're all positive vibes. We're all spreading, we're spreading positive news. We're not trying to be like the media. And, you know, when those guys are around the media, they kind of tighten up and not as, not as loose as they, they could be on here. Cause we're, we're just through the shit, you know, we're, we're talking yeah, shop. That's right. Um, just I do want to have some media members on too. Yeah, we could just do a full switch up, get like yep. Doctor Man, uh, Ike Cold on. Yes, we got to tweet this out. But um, the but probably the greatest video it was Doctor Man, right? Who came to your high school? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right, we're gonna uh, came to my high school, <laughs> a senior, and film a video of me that's on YouTube. If you look up. Max Cooper pumps weights. It's, uh, <laughs> that's an all-time like. It's a great. That's yeah. that's just a great title. It was like I. It was it was uh, it was my second half of my senior year, and like I did not know I was having an interview that day, so I showed up in like a Georgia Tech sweatshirt and like Central Michigan sweatpants, and. Uh, I had to change everything. I was wearing my my one of my lineman sweatshirts that was a triple X. I had to do a chest press in the weight room because it was too cold to play football for like the interview. And like the basketball hoops weren't up and it was basketball season. So I ripped out like Spencer knows the Spencer knows the exact amount of reps, I think it was. That was or is Henry Spencer? I think it was Spencer. Um it's like 14 or 15. in the video. I was dying, dude. I was dying in the video. I voice cracked like six <laughs> Yeah, After that's what makes it good is the voice cracks in that video. Yeah, and I knew they were coming too because I was out of breath. And I, 
pretty sure I was still going through puberty at the time, for God's sakes. <laughs> like every class after that, after that, I'm interview, surprised they didn't rescind your offer after that. I'm shocked, dude. Like they, they literally played that in every class I went into after that in high school. And like it was like it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then for the receiver room, Coach Copeland every year uh would start the meetings off with that video. Like it was just like a running joke with the receivers when I was there. It's a funny video. It's very funny. Oh, it's... The voice cracks are it's tough. It's a tough, tough scene. But uh oh, I got it. <laughs> playing it and Josh Carfontino towards the ACL so that's a, two big losses for us but um we still have uh, my friend Dylan Shuby and me and then we got a sophomore coming in his name's uh Tate Copeless okay and he's really fast jeez <laughs> <laughs> you like stop and have to say jeez I knew it was coming I, I, I could feel it I could feel it coming um that's incredible yeah. Yeah, it was great. It'd be it'd be sweet though to switch it up and get some uh, media people on here and see uh, see what their take is on uh, football away from their job. That'd be interesting. Yes, yeah. Or just their take an eye. But uh, yeah. But hey, in general though, we love you guys. We appreciate the fans, uh, and thank you for the t-shirt sales. We're gonna reopen the store eventually. Uh, throw some ideas at us. Um, just anything, any idea you have for anything, guests. Uh, t-shirts, maybe we make some hats or something. Uh, I know me and yeah, Forrest segments are- too. Segments, yeah. Segments is big. We're still trying to get the live show rolling uh, when we get to Iowa City. So if you guys oh, think that's a good idea, going. if you guys think that's a good idea, maybe shoot some ideas on where we could we could set up on Melrose. Um, anything though, whatever you guys are thinking, DM us, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Men on Melrose. Yep, but that's right. I th- okay, I think it's cool too. We've had a, we've had some people reach out and kind of like talk about what segments would be cool. We love that stuff. I mean, we're gonna do oh, it. Love it. Um, love it. We're, love yeah. it. We're interactive. If you say it, we'll we'll definitely do it. Hundred um, <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. We'll take a dive in the river if we lose to Iowa State. How about that? Yeah, we'll belly flop. We'll uh, yeah. We'll jump in with a speedo or something. Yeah. Whatever you guys want to see. Yeah, we lose to Iowa State. But yeah, seriously, yeah, it's it, you guys are you guys are awesome. We love it. You moms out there, men on Melrose super fans, we love you. Okay, so also our goal is to have Spence on um, a lot more closer to the season. Um, get some you know player interaction when it when the season's actually going. But uh, yeah, I mean. I think it's been a lot of fun so far. We're going to kick off some segments today. We have um, we have a sorority chick coming on. So, uh, you know, opening up to our female listeners. We got some DMs, and uh, we want we want the chicks flowing. So, <laughs> so we're going to get the female listeners, um, some student body requests. Oh, that's another thing, graduation. Yes, yes, dude. Is there... Is there a greater feeling now that you're on the outside of being now you're not at Iowa, you're in your job, you're on Snapchat, you see Snapchat stories, people are at Brothers lighting it up, people are at freaking Roxy's, people are at Spoko, every freaking bar you can think of, going crazy, having a blast. Well, guess what? You graduated and welcome to the real world. 
It's completely different. It's It could be more fun. It could be not as fun. But there's no more of that stuff anymore. So that's a bummer. Yeah. I, I was so happy to see them graduate because it's like, I mean, yeah, it's FOMO. You know, you're seeing people in the city or in Iowa City that don't have any responsibilities still. And you're like, oh, I remember yeah, that. You miss you know? it. <laughs> Yeah. Going to bed at 3 a.m., waking up at 11. Yeah, that was a whole different life. I haven't been to Roxy's yet. I haven't been back since that. Uh, Seriously? Up. Yeah, I haven't been back. Dude, me and, uh, me and a bunch of us. You probably yeah, did. Me and, me and a bunch of my friends, like our friend group, uh, um, this past Christmas, uh, when I was still in Iowa City, we did like a, a cocktail night where we all made each other cocktails and like everyone had to try it. And we got pretty lit up, and we were all wearing Christmas pajamas. I was wearing like pajama Christmas pants with a Christmas ugly Christmas sweater, and we went out in those clothes. Like I was wearing pajamas to Roxy's, which is like a pretty decent night. Like it's a nicer bar ish than like the. It the looks like like an eighties nightclub type. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, like it, was cool. It, was it was like it was like a fifteen or like twenty dollar cover. Like it was ridiculous, and we still paid it to get in, because like we're like screw it, like it's it's like basically Christmas, like, and it was fun. It's a great night, um, but no, Roxy's great time. But hey, sorry, but yeah, no more FOMO. Thank goodness. Yeah, seriously, get them out of there. Yeah, we're we're still too close <laughs> to uh, being in college, you know. Yeah. Where you're like, mm. yeah. <laughs> There's, there's too yeah. many snaps and memories that'll pop up and you're like, damn. Yeah, it's like it's like watching people on PTO, you know, they're on the beach or something and you're still in the office. You're like, maybe I should take a trip. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I should take some sick days. Yeah, that's the equivalent now. I mean, what? We get, like, kids to look for you? I don't know. Yeah. You know, what's, what's next? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess married, you're married. Having a family, becoming a grandpa. I don't freaking know. There's golf. so many things. Yeah, golf. I've been yeah. golfing a ton now. Golf, dude. Golf's golf's the new greatest thing in the world. Oh, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's like, what are golf. you going to do? You know, yeah. You hop off work at 3 p.m. Hopefully, my manager isn't listening right now. Go catch yeah. your early tea time on Friday. Come on. Let's go. Let <laughs> And, like, I mean, I remember I'd get done with football practice on a Friday and we'd have, like, the weekend off. And it's like, dude, let's get after it. Now I yeah. get done, like, I am exhausted, and I might yes. watch a movie, maybe a rom-com, and have some popcorn and go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. No. It's for Everyone's like, oh, you're in your early 20s. You have a ton of energy. No. Lost it. Oh. It's gone. Like, I have to – I mean, I've been working from home on Fridays, so – like you're a little more rested, but it's like you got to have a pot of coffee and then you wind down at 6 p.m. Yeah, you, you get more energy on like like when we're podcasting than when I go out now. Yeah, it's great. So yeah, great. Just yawning I'm like, and stuff. I'm like, I turned my heat. Uh, we're gonna get to our segment now. Uh, we got sorority girl Nikita on with us. Uh, she was an alpha fee. But, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we can enjoy. We're going to try and uh, broaden our horizon on who's listening. But uh, we love you guys. 
You guys are the best listeners out there. And um, yeah, we're going to keep up the content. Let us know who you want on. Let us know what segments you want from us. Anything to add, Coop? No, just just the fact that we love you moms out there. You men on Melrose, super fans, baby. That's right. All right, well, let's get to this interview with Nikita. Listeners, we have Nikita Reinschmidt with us. <laughs> she, she's just a content machine. We had to get her on. Uh, but so she's a sorority girl in Iowa City. I guess no more. Congrats on gradu- graduating. Yeah. It's a yes. Question. I graduated in December. Hi, I'm Nikita, everyone. We're just going to cut to the chase here. I feel like we don't need to get to know me that well. You'll get comfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, I was in a sorority. I'm not going to say anything bad or good yet. We'll leave that for later. But I graduated in December. Some people take longer to get jobs. Don't judge them for that. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Some people just miss their dogs. You know, you got to move home. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a little serotonin boost, and that's just not a crime whatsoever. All right, so... We got we got to get into so you're in a sorority, it, like we, we got to talk about what happened. Sorority houses. Okay. Would I ever live in a house with sixty girls ever again? No. Was I happy? <laughs> is that, that I- just catfight central? Like how much is this okay. where you learn the? Drama? Honestly, it's not. Okay, you think that when you move in because like. You really don't know everyone. Like, you were just freshmen. You maybe just met in spring semester. So, like, you don't really know anyone besides yeah, you saw friends. each other in the jungle once in a while. Yeah. Like, you were both, like, blacked out. Maybe one of you was throwing up. And you're like, it was so nice to meet you. Have the best rest of your night. <laughs> you <laughs> them again. So, when you move in, it's, like, awkward at first. And there is, like, separation. Like, there's the bitches that are, like – we're not fucking with you. We live on this floor of the house because we have what three floors. Most sororities have like three floors, I would say, or like two. Yeah, four. So many. So like, people are split off. You have your little friend groups blocks. But when everyone starts to get along, it is like pure chaos. Like, because we all love each other so much that like, if you do something to us, we're gonna kind of ruin your life. <laughs> Wait, Nikki, oh. you're a child. Yeah. Me too. Hell yeah. So is Ryan. That's why we're the yeah. coolest people alive. Well, Ryan says I'm the biggest only child he knows. So that's yeah, cool. it, only, it all makes sense now. Riley Moss is like the biggest only child I know. Oh my gosh. Clip that Forrester and put it up because that's so true. Him and Spencer. Spencer's really yeah, bad. Dude, I feel Big like they like get nervous going into Target alone and being, their mom being like, go get sheets. They'd be like, no. Where do I go? Like they like can't figure it out for some reason or something. Like <laughs> they're like hey, shipping yeah, me love it. Amazon. <laughs> oh my god. 
The one thing about only child, yeah, only childs now is all you guys are like. I just want to get. I just want to lay in my bed. Like so lazy. No, be I lay in my bed all the fucking no. time. A hundred percent. See, Max strikes me as the only child that definitely like built toys for himself and like had fun with himself. <laughs> I was the only child that was like, "Where the fuck are my friends right now?" Like, I'm not hanging out here by myself. Like, Coop was the Elon Musk of Legos. Probably. Dude, you, know what's, you know what's so funny is I am so opposite of that. Like, so opposite <laughs> of that. But I love it, and I appreciate it. That's awesome. I was I was a bad I'm I'm I can be a battling child. I'll admit it. Are you I was not a builder? I'm kind of bad. Yeah. Why do you think you're bad though as an only child? Like what qualities? Like give I us hate examples. Care. I but what do you I hate? Think that's to human share? nature. What do you hate to share though? Because if I you that, that's that's not like the worst though. I'd say the worst quality I have as an only child is like for example, and Ryan, every single Ryan Spencer Riley, if we go to like breakfast all together, and I want to go there, I will say I'm not going to that place. You guys can go on, on by myself somewhere else. I, hey, you're out of fucking pocket for that, yeah. like Mary. What's mine? What's my worst only child? I don't like feel like I have them, but I know I do. So I want her to tell me because she has siblings. I share everything but food. Don't fuck with my food. That's the only thing I don't really like. That's the only thing I'll share is my food. I, 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 not unless I'm done. Like, let me eat it on my own. Don't fucking reach your finger in there. I'm going to get pissed <laughs> off. I can't think of any. I feel like I'm, I'm very go with the flow. Social. You, you have dated both athletes and frat guys. <laughs> any any jeans in there okay. okay the major difference between frat boys and athletes and i'm gonna say it so simple frat boys will literally die for you not like okay this is my experience so i don't know about other girls but like for me the frat boys are like obsessed in love buy me food take me out buy all my drinks at the bars the athletes are the ones where i have to like do that for them like what I do you to, like more? Okay, here's do you the like thing. chasing or being chased? I I talked to a football player like for a while when I was a sophomore. Sorry, I'm trying to get like in the frame because it's freaking me out. But I talked to a f- football player as a sophomore. It was probably like the best and worst experience I've ever had, and maybe why I haven't like really talked to them again. But like he was so nice in the beginning. He would bring me donuts in bed. Like it was nice because they go to practice at like five in the morning. So I would just get to do like whatever I wanted, sleep in, go to my classes that are at like two, three. And then at like six, seven, we would like reconvene because they were done for the day. So I like that they let you like go and do your own thing. And they're not like worried kind of, or like on your case about what you're doing. The frat boys, like you're going to see you're going to see them everywhere you go. Like they're in your classes. They're hanging out with your friends. Like you can't really like be not like sneaky, but like avoid them in a sense. It's harder. That's interesting. It's very interesting. That makes sense though. Actually. I mean, from the athlete standpoint, like, cause they do stuff all day. Yeah. And it, but the thing is, is like, 
I would rather be with someone where I know I'm going to see you at like eight o'clock and then we're going to hang out and like we can just like sleep together at night. I like that vibe better than like doing shit all day. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, bye. Like, I don't know. I yeah, don't that's, like, that's like too much. If, if you see, see them like too much in the beginning, then you'd be like, this is going to be too much in general. Yeah. And I didn't really get annoyed. I would say that the football players have more flavor. Like more spice to them. Like they're funnier. They're gonna dance. They're gonna do dumb shit and not give a fuck. And frat boys, like the ones I was friends with and were around a lot, I was like, oh my, oh my god, like you do not do that. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh my god, no. All right, so who's better? <laughs> If you want a more stable relationship, a frat boy. If you want rocky road, but kind of kind of fucking fun at the same time, you're probably gonna get some cool perks out of it. An athlete. Nice, nice. Like <laughs> tickets to games are nice. Like being right there is different than being up here. So call what you will. That's fair. The Barstool, Iowa. I'm trying to. Why is Barstool, Iowa popping up? Oh, here it is. But yeah. okay. anyways, they did the uh, they did the top dorm ratings for it. But it was four. We honestly, we gotta we we gotta we gotta give our own top top five too. That's our this is our draft. Yeah. 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 We draft. could. Yeah, we could do a draft of uh, dorms. Do you agree with the list? All right, that's the one that's not pulling up for me. Okay, I can just I have it. I can have it. All right, so, read, yeah, read it off. Read it so off. Barstool U Iowa put top five dorm buildings. Number one, Catlett. Two, Peterson. Three, which I don't even know what Stanley is. Three. Oh, Stanley. what? It's Courier and Stanley together. Stanley was terrible. What? Like you know how you go into Courier and you can go right to go to Courier and left. Okay, but then why don't they do Burge and Dom together? Because Burge and Dom aren't connected. Oh, oh okay. yeah, they are. They've been through the tunnel. Okay, so Catlett one, oh, Peterson two, Stanley three, four, Burge, five, Reno. Nah, I wouldn't rate it like that. I go yeah, Reno's the worst one. Nikita, go you go first. One Catlett because it's the closest and nicest on campus to your buildings. Two Peterson because you have Peterson Grow, which is so nice. They have like real food that you can buy. Like Hawks, it's like gold, black and gold, black and gold. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And then three fingers. I would go like Stanley Courier, same situation. Four, I would go Burge because Burge is just so big and it's fun. Like there's so many people that live there that it's like kind of just like you meet so everyone. Five. I just don't fuck with the west side. Like, I think Reno is gross. I think Hillcrest. There's only one answer, and it's on the west side. I would say Hillcrest then. There you yes. go. Thank Dude, you. Hillcrest okay. slept on big time. Well, okay, here's where you guys are screwing up. You're number two. It goes, go. it goes Catlett. So I'm giving top five. Catlett, Hillcrest number two. It has the history. I think it has the best dining hall. Yeah, it's sick. I like you can create your That's own thing at every single station. That was There's so many hangout. people there. There's a big hangout spot. 
Yeah, and everyone would just chill, chill down there in the dining hall because, like Peterson, you didn't have, uh, like, I don't know, you could chill out in those room or like the main yeah, area. It was, it was, it was like a, a forced hangout. Yeah, but there's no fun. You and then Burge has to be three. Uh, no, I, I'll go Courier three because everyone would study there. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that is facts. Four, I'll go Dirty Burge because uh, it has a dining hall and and it's on the east side and then. Five, I'll go Peterson. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. See, see here's yeah. my problem. I've you, never you gotta been, have a dining hall to be honest. I've never hall. been in Reno. I've never been I don't think I've I think I've been in Reno. Um I've never been to no one said Mayflower. That's far as hell away. Oh. You, you I, 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 I wouldn't have minded living there though, just because they were like their own life. They were like a frat. That was that was like the fifty first state. It was like a shitty apartment, like mm -hmm. area. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I'd say I. Catlett's sick. I only went to the dining hall once, which the dining hall is pretty sweet. Don't think it's one though, because. Here's it's why it's one. Here's why it's one. And you both are forgetting this. I don't know if it happened when you guys lived there, but Catlett has a late night like station uh -huh. where you can yep. go get Every like fries night. and burgers and like. And it's open like super late. Yeah, it's open to like two or three. Okay, that's I didn't know that. That's huge. Yeah, and you could and you could you bill it. Yeah. But, yeah, but here's the crazy part, though. I'd say if Peterson, if the Black and Gold's Grill stayed a, like stayed up past that and like was like two or three, I'd put Peterson in front of Catlett. Oh yeah. But it didn't. Okay, okay. no, but Catlett also had a dining hall, so that negative points. Yeah, for Peterson. Okay. The only reason why I'd rate Peterson over Catlett is because that's where all the athletes live first year. So if you want to meet some athletes and live in Peterson, it is sick. Peterson's sweet. Okay. I'm gonna go Peterson one just because I live there. I Peterson. I thought Peterson was cool. It's but like, I, like the dorm life. Like I, it was, it was almost like too nice, which sounds so like. No, it's really really it's nice. Like a hotel. It's like you're staying in a hotel. Yeah. But Peterson's one. Catlett, I didn't. I just didn't fuck with it. It was. I I never went to Catlett. I went there once, so I'm not even gonna put it as two. I'm putting couriers too. <gasps> Because I we lived in Courier the summer going into freshman oh, that's year, right. and it was fucking wild. Like, I like those kind of dorms, you know. They have some history it makes to you them. Feel like you're in college. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, so like Hillcrest was my favorite, like vibes, you know. Like it, yeah. It feels I'd like say college. I'd say Hillcrest three. Yep. Catlett Hillcrest four. Is, Hillcrest has the best dining hall. Hillcrest is it is a great hangout spot. We just go to like yeah. chill. And then, I don't know. It's five. I guess I'll go Burge because of the dining hall. But, like, I really I didn't hang out anywhere else. Here's the thing. You have to include Burge no matter what because it's yeah, like I had some kid. I commented. I just commented career number one on Barstool Iowa's post. And some kid clapped back at me and said he lost respect for me. Oh. <laughs> he said, like, where was it? He said, the people who worked there were extremely annoying, lost my respect. I'm like, dude, <laughs> like I'm just tossing stuff out there. The only thing about okay, Courier that's experience. annoying, I would say, is that 
you like literally someone has to like legit come and get you like you getting in is like harder to get in than any other door mode so oh, yeah yeah so safety go to courier then and okay also courier for at least the freshman year going or going in our freshman year they didn't have air-conditioned bathrooms so you'd go into the bathroom you'd be like taking a shit it would be like 110 degrees and you're soaking wet like just casually sitting oh there. yeah it was it was crazy it was like a sauna oh, wow. it was whack still oh, sick my God. all right nikita take us out with craziest frat house story oh my god actually i haven't okay question before this yeah question then we'll do that would you rather go to a frat party or an athlete party oh god I'm that's so down. easy I'm gonna break it down. That's no, it's not easy. That's so easy. It's you, honestly not unless an you easy. like think they're unless you think like an athlete's like super cool and famous. Then what what else do you bring to the table? They have free booze at ours. Like it's set up for a party. Like you get the stripper pole, the people, stage, the DJs. After it. ours are fun. Oh. Like <laughs> all right, yeah. What you went to was not fun. B B Y O B. It is okay. who's honestly because Jack just said all that. Like, I'm gonna hundred percent go with Frat because there's like they're waiting on you. Like they're like, oh my god, they're here, they're here. The girls are here. Like, let's talk to them, let's get around them. The athletes are very more like you should be approaching us. And it's like, okay, but you That's guys fair. are already so known that it's like really intimidating. For like younger girls or even girls in general to approach someone that like has a higher status than them in a sense like frat boys it's like you're more equal to i feel like like everyone's gonna know them as much as they kind of know us so it's different and like i don't know frat parties are so fun like you guys get have big parties but frat parties are huge those houses are massive like the amount of people that come and the shit that happens is yeah the, the story is that because you have at, like everyone's close from both the sororities and the fraternities. I can't say yeah. anything. I've never been to one. I never went to a frat party. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think you a lot put, of that. You, put it in, you would never have enjoyed it in the same way because you weren't in the frat. The only way you would have actually gotten the full experience is if you were in like Jack's position where you knew everyone, you were waiting for the girls, you knew like the whole sorority that was coming. That's so different. Yeah, I think it was cool too because you guys had like a lot of cool like frats to choose from, you know, where it was like yeah. each night you could go to a different style house, different style party, but like everyone was cool where they would like just go all out, buy a ton of booze for you. Like they wanted you there. So, no, and just like the themes, like, okay, the athletes yeah, will be like, we're doing this, and then I'll show up in that, and then half the other people aren't wearing that. At a frat party, it was like you're weird if you're not wearing the theme. Yeah, that's fun. That's fair. I've gone to the athlete parties that are like crazy. Like it's like the rap music, the lights are literally off. There's LEDs. Like people are in a mosh pit in the living room. So like those were the oh my god. I remember there was this I one. Exactly what house it was probably at. It was yeah. on sunset. 
Yeah. They used to literally be like, we're charging money for people coming in. There would be so many fucking people that like we would literally have to leave at some point because we knew the cops were going to come. It would be called the lituations is what me and my friends would call them. The lituations. It was was so sick. They used to advertise them. Like they'd advertise, like everyone would put on their stories. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. Way back in the day. Oh my God. Yeah. Then we, we started throwing smaller parties. All right, Nikita, take us away with, like, probably, oh, well, you, you can either do athlete house or frat house. Grossest experience or craziest story, oh, either one. I'll do one from each. Craziest experience, I think. This was when I was not even drinking, but this was, like, really wild to me. One time I was really sick, and me and my boyfriend went to his frat house to, like, smoke, obviously. And when we got there this like cop came up to my car and put his flashlight in my window and I was like oh I'm sorry like I'm just going inside to grab stuff they were having a party so they turned off all the lights after I told them these cops went around this entire house flashing flashlights through the window like going around the perimeter like doing weird shit blocked off the driveway at one point like it was just like that was just my, like, I feel like it's more scary. I was like, what the hell is going on right now? Yeah, that's but crazy, crazy shit just happens all the time. Like, you can't even remember it because it's every single moment. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jack, what would you say is, like, your craziest? Yeah, for sure. Memories. Uh, there, okay, there was a few times. Um. Well, one of them, craziest brawl, there was a guy from House Across the Street who, uh, like, dumped some trash in the bed of a pickup truck in our parking lot. Um, So then we heard it once, and we were like, what was that? So we look out the window, and we, like, see the guy do it again. So we, like, a few of us rushed downstairs, and... um, like we wait, you know how we had that wall around our house or like on the port on like the patio, there was like a wall. So mm-hmm. we we're going out just to like check out the truck, like clean it up. And as we're walking out, we can see the guy take another scoop of trash out of the trash across the street. We're like, he's coming back, get down behind the wall. We jump over the wall, right? As he's dumping the trash. And this guy just decks him in the middle of the road and like <laughs> takes him by the neck and is like, oh. like just threatening the kid. And then finally, like the cops show up and we're like, yeah, this kid's just vandalizing everything. But like, but like, nothing would stop until a cop was going down to Buke Street and be like, whoa, hold up, yeah. I'm pulling over. Like it wasn't like anyone would call him unless a neighbor would. No, there would be brawls between any fraternities that lived across the street from each other. Like, I've heard stories on both sides, and they... We had one where our neighbors got so pissed off and couldn't stop it. One had a baseball bat and came outside. Another one just floored it down the alley and, like, tried to, like... They probably weren't going to run us over, but they didn't didn't hit the brakes. We had to get out of the way. Holy shit. Okay, what's your... It was nuts. What would a tip be to an incoming freshman? I would say do not think that, like, the first person you meet is your best friend. 
like you can be close with people and that's fine but like you will meet your people eventually and like don't rush the process of that because then you could get yourself into a situation that maybe you wouldn't be the happiest in you know yeah, that's fair yeah well, and like live up every moment like do every i feel like everyone says like do everything but like we're all sitting no, there it's true. Don't, don't be responsible in college. Like you'll you will be if you have that drive after. But like when you're dude, there, dude, you, you don't have a responsibility. Houses, like go over anyone's at your friends' houses whenever you can. Yeah. Value friendship over anything else. I mean, at the end of the day, my dad is literally a lawyer and I have never had any legal things happen in Iowa City to me. So like everyone's gonna be fine like you will be fine if you're just smart like be smart about your decisions be smart about where you're going who you're with like you're good those friend. cops will arrest you for anything yeah so no public in talks nothing like that like definitely keep yourself together if you're out in public right definitely yep. agreed well that's nikita everybody yeah thanks nikita Thanks, guys. I hope to be back on the podcast.